0: Before you're seated this morning, if you can, kind of allow your mind to see things as I describe them. Think about this room being filled with 900 children with a VBS sports camp where kids' lives are being eternally changed. Think about this room. Being filled on a Wednesday night where we have a student worship encounter, and you have 150, 200, 300 middle schoolers and high schoolers who are, who are getting wrecked by God. Think about that. Think about this room on a Tuesday morning, being filled with ladies who are worshiping as they're, engaging in some exercise process. Think about this room. With an, a basketball league for men over 50 with oxygen tanks on the end of the room. <laughs> Come on. The wonder of what God's going to do in this place. And to think we all get to be a part of it. We get to all be a part of not only living the story, but telling the story. The wonder of God's story. And so we're grateful that you're here to celebrate with us to dedicate this facility this morning. I'm going to ask if you would be be seated. Just so you know, our goal today is to keep this service quite tight because we want to get you out to be able to tour every room to um, experience what God's blessed us with. And so we're going to make sure that we leave room for that today. But it's really exciting for us to be able to gather here this morning with the folks joining us online who are not able to be here physically, but joining us uh, virtually to celebrate not only um, God's provision, but his faithfulness as we dedicate this facility as a church family. We've been blessed down through the years. We've truly experienced God's grace and God's favor you know the story of Grace Covenant. I believe is one, is a one is one that's a testimony to the faithfulness and goodness of God. Through the years, God has opened phenomenal doors of opportunity for us, and as we've stepped into those doors of opportunity, we have experienced that uh, of God's faithful provision. And I'm going to tell some of that story. Here this morning, but as I was preparing for our time of worship, I, I really believe the Holy Spirit led me to two passages of scripture that I want to share with you. They're going to be on the screen. Um, the first one is is Psalm uh, 127, verse one, that reads like this: "Unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain." Now I understand in this building process because I've been here just about every day watching it happen. There were a lot of contractors, a lot of tradesmen, a lot of individuals who've been a part of the process. A phenomenal building committee, engineers, all of that's going into this building. But I would want you to know today that this is the Lord's house. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. A lot of folks have participated in the process to bring us to this day, um, but this is the Lord's house that He's directed us. To that he's brought us to develop. And so I just wanted to declare from the outset today that this is his house and that we have the privilege of enjoying. The second passage of Scripture speaks more to, I believe, God's faithfulness to us not only through our relationship with Christ, but even coming to this day. It's Psalm 145. I want to read the first 12 verses. And as I read these, just kind of allow the goodness of God to kind of overflow that of um, of your thinking, of your spirit. Listen as I read, I will exalt you, my God, the King, I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and ex- extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your work to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on all of your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. Listen, that's why we're here today. We're here today to declare the great deeds of God. All that you're going to experience this morning as you walk about this facility, what what are we doing? We're celebrating The mighty works of God. Verse 7 goes on to say, They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. Listen, as we go on the tour, if you want to sing a little, that'll be okay. Okay? Verse 8 goes on to say, The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all He has made. On all He has made, all you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Well, as we come to dedicate this new facility today, we have much to celebrate, to celebrate that of the mighty works of God on air behalf. And I was thinking about the different points and places of celebration. And there were several that just quickly came to my mind. It was just like, here's what we need to celebrate. The first is, is we want to celebrate the faithfulness of God and His provision for our church family. You know, in my 25 years of uh, serving as the lead pastor of Grace Covenant, I'm just kind of reflecting back over those 25 years. In those 25 years, we've had over 10, uh, excuse me, over 12 major uh, either uh, total new construction projects, major remodels, or land equi- acquisitions. We've had over 12 in the past 25 years. Phenomenal. That God has brought us great opportunity. In the midst of those great opportunities, what we've experienced is God's faithful provision. If there's one thing I've discovered over the past 25 years, it's a really, really simple principle it's this where God guides, He provides. When God says go, if you're willing to step into that by faith, somehow, way, God's going to meet you in that. And that's not just a word for us as a church family. That's not just what we've experienced. But maybe in your personal lives, even in this moment, God's kind of guiding you in a direction and you're saying, I don't know about that. This is what I can tell you. We're God guides. He's faithful there to bring us provision. We celebrate today the faithfulness of God. How time and time again, you know, I've sat in meetings and I've sat in my office, scratching my head, like wondering, how is this ever going to happen? And then God surprises us in amazing ways. Why? Because he's a good God. He's, he's a God of faithful provision. And that's what we've experienced over the past at least 25 years that I have been here. So, so would you do something with me? Uh, we do this when we go to sporting events and we kind of make a big deal out of applauding. But I think it would be great for us to applaud the faithfulness and the goodness of God this morning. Would you join me? <clears throat> Not only do we celebrate the faithfulness of God, but we celebrate this morning those who have faithfully gone before us. Listen, we didn't just get here. Are you following me? We didn't just arrive here. There's individuals who've gone before us who've been faithful. Pastors, elders, church council members, former building committees. I could go on and on listing names, but there's individuals who serve faithfully. Positioning us for this day. Helping us. They laid a foundation for us to enjoy all that we're enjoying today. I often say it like this. We're reaping today from vineyards that we didn't plant. I mean, there are men and women who've gone before us. Who sacrificed. Who gave. Who worked. Who were faithful in their service to God and to this congregation. Positioning us to be able to come to a day like this. You know, we started... Way back in 1937, August of 1937, many of you know the stories. I'm not going to go deep into the story. But in August of 1937, there was a young couple, S.K. and Emily Clanton, who came to the Cornelius community, a little mill town community before the interstate, before Lake Norman. They came to do a two week tent revival and they never left. They started a little Pentecostal church called Cornelius Tabernacle. These are my heroes, S.K. and Emily Clanton. For 40 years, they faithfully pastored this congregation. Listen, they laid a foundation that we're building from. It's important that we remember that. And following the Clintons for a short stint, there was Dr. Post, Dr. Lloyd, uh, and his wife Claire Post. Following the post was Glenn and Debbie Burris, who pastored Grace Covenant for 12 years. It was actually under Glenn's leadership that we purchased this piece of property, 22 acres. Get this, 22 acres, we paid $220,000 for 22 acres. It kind of seems funny today, doesn't it? Miss Cook wanted a church on this property. She wanted a school on this property. She didn't want it just to be developed for more business She wanted her farm turned into something that would be building in our community. She sold the property for $220,000, then she turned around and gave a $20,000 tithe back to the church. And she wasn't even a part of our church family. Um, And so it was under Glenn and Debbie's. If I can can get that picture back up there. Now, this was April of 2000. This is when we dedicated uh, the first phase of our building, 32,000 square feet, all the way at the front Uh, We all look so young in that picture. Uh, April of 2000, uh, Glenn and Debbie were, at that point, the district supervisors. They were here as we dedicated the facility. Glenn and Debbie were followed by Jack and Carol Hamilton, who served for about four years. And then my wife and I were blessed to come in 1995, and we've been serving from that point forward. But through the years, there's those who have faithfully served. They laid a foundation. They've positioned us for a greater future. And so today we celebrate those. We remember those who who've given so much into the life of the building of what God has done here at Grace Covenant. Today we also celebrate the generosity of those who've invested. You know, if there's one thing, if there's one thing I've learned in 30 years of ministry, it's this ministry takes money. There's no way around it. If you want to. If you want to disciple children, it takes money. If you want to reach the nations, if you want to go global in missions, it takes money. Uh, If you want to reach out to the poor, which I believe we're commissioned to do, it, it takes money. You want to build facilities like this, it takes money. And so today we celebrate those who have faithfully given. I know many of you have been a part of the Embracing Our Future. If you look on the back of the card that you receive, a map on one side, a card on the other, to date we've had almost $2 million given toward the Embracing Our Future campaign. We still have a ways to go, but many of you were a part of sacrificially giving. And then prior to Embracing Our Future, uh there have been other campaigns for facility development, and you have sacrificed and given, helping us come to this place today. So we celebrate those who've given to the process of helping us develop this ministry tool. You know, as I think about those who have sacrificially given, there's one story that always, there's hundreds of stories I could tell, but there's one story that's dear to my heart. It's a story of a lady by the name of Miss Ruth Puckett. Miss Ruth lived right across from a facility on Main Street, um, she lived on a meager pension. I mean, me- when I say meager, it was like very little money that she got every month. But she always consistently tied to the church. And when we started raising money for our first building here on this property, she wanted to give to the building. But the reality is her pension was so meager, there was like nothing left nothing left that she could give out of and, and and that troubled her because she wanted to be a part of what God was doing in our church family and so she was praying about that and the Holy Spirit reminded her of some money that she had put in the attic so she calls me all excited says, "Pastor, I want you to come over so I just walked it's just a block away i walked over to her house and I sit down in her living room and and Miss Ruth began to tell me the story of how she wanted to give, but didn 't have money to give, and she was praying and the Holy Spirit reminded her of a little cookie tin it was about this big around uh, that was full of half dollars that she had put up in the attic and had actually forgot about this cookie tin full of half dollars. Holy Spirit reminded her somehow she got that cookie tin out of the attic, and she hands me this cookie tin and I don't know if money's holy, but it seemed like she was handing something holy to me. She says, Pastor, I want to be a part of what God's doing at Grace Covenant. And she gave out of truly what was her, it was sacrifice for her. And that's just one story of many stories I could tell of individuals who sacrificially given, bringing us to this day of being able to dedicate phase three of our facility development here on, great, here on our Cornelius campus. So we celebrate those who have given. Lastly, we celebrate this facility, which is simply this. It's a tool that God's given us. May we never lose sight of that. As amazing as this is, what is it? It's a tool. God's placed a tool in our hands that we might be able to leverage the tool for, for the work of his kingdom. So may we use this tool in a way that glorifies God. One of the things that I've prayed consistently throughout the development of this facility is I've walked it, prayed over it, prayed through it, prayed through it with the elders, with our leadership. One of my prayers is, God, may you be glorified in every square inch of this facility. Not every square foot, I'm down to the square inch. God, may you be glorified. May we be able to take this tool that you've entrusted to us and use it in such of a way that it brings honor to you. We want to use this tool in a way that it helps us carry out our mission. God's given us a mission here at Grace Covenant, and it's to help people become like Jesus by, by teaching them to love God and to serve others. We want to help people connect, grow, serve, and go. So may this tool, this facility tool, may we be creative in how we leverage this tool that that might happen. And then may we use this tool to build people's lives, to build into people's lives. Because at the end of the day, folks, it's all about people, right? It's not about building. Listen, Jesus Christ never died for a building. Come on. What did he die? He gave his life for people, for individuals like yourself, that they would experience the wonder of a relationship with God. They would experience that of redemption. So may this facility be used in a way that it builds into people's lives. For well, this morning, as we celebrate all that God's blessed us with, we want to dedicate this facility. And so I'm going to ask some leaders to join me on the platform to be a part of that. We have our building committee and we have some leaders who are going to join us in prayer. So if those members of the building committee would come and join me on the platform. Though I've been a part of the developing of the facility, God blessed uh, me, blessed our church family with a phenomenal group of leaders. Listen, if you want me to build something, I can build you a chicken coop, right? I can't build something like this. So. Obviously, I needed some individuals around me who knew about building, who had expertise, who had understanding, who knew the right questions to ask. The past two and a half years, we've had a a phenomenal group of individuals who've been serving you as our Grace Covenant family as they've kind of directed this whole building process, not all of. Our building committee members are here this morning, but here on the platform we have Glenn and Florence Hardman. Glenn and Florence have been the chair serving. Listen, they have given hour upon hour upon hour. They have so invested in this facility, and they've so served you, our Grace Covenant family, with excellence. So I'm grateful to Glenn and Florence for their leadership Uh, in this time. We have Mark Crider, Rick Howe, Michael Carter, and uh, E.H. Cook was supposed to be oh oh there he is I, how did i miss yeah, it um to, on the other side and then a couple other members that are actually not in the service today rick german mike mincer and doug sidell these are the individuals who've kind of they've overseen this whole project so would you join me in saying thanks to these who've served <laughs> us so well Thank you. And now we have uh, a number of individuals who are going to lead us in prayer. And I would, I would ask that you participate in the prayer, that you join us as we pray over these facilities. We're going to have Pastor Johnny Rocco, who leads our student ministries. As you go to tour the facility, the second level... We have a middle school room and a high school room. I'm telling you, we have unbelievable facilities to serve our student ministry here at Grace Covenant. You're going to be so blessed when you see the discipleship tool that we have for middle school and high school. So Pastor John is going to lead us in prayer over our student ministry and the facilities. On the first level, just beyond this wall, we have six classrooms that's been specifically designed for Grace Covenant Academy for our middle school. There's like labs, all of, they're going to blow stuff up in there. There's some fun stuff that's going to happen in those rooms. So Kim Goodwin, the director of the academy is going to lead us in a point of prayer about uh, what's happening as it relates to GCA as we're discipling students, not just educating, but as we're discipling students through Grace Covenant Academy. And then Michael Carter is going to come and, and just pray God's blessing and protection over the whole of this facility. And then I will conclude that time. But again, I invite you to, to partner with us in prayer as we bless these facilities, as we, as we dedicate them to the Lord. So, Pastor Johnny, would you come and lead us off with this first segment of prayer? All right.
1: As we continue to celebrate this important milestone, join me in prayer. Lord, it's with great Thankfulness that that we gather here this morning. And Lord, we acknowledge just your faithfulness and your goodness over all these years. And Lord, we know that with every promise that you give comes a purpose. So Lord, we, we partner with you in that purpose um as as this place represents another part of that story. Lord, my prayer is that for young people in this community that this facility would be a place where they can they can come and feel like they belong. Lord, that they can find what they believe in and become all that you've destined for them to be. So, Lord, we need your guidance. We need your wisdom. We need your creativity. Lord, we want to see generations pass through this place, Lord, as they become lifelong disciples of you. Lord, as they discover what their identity is in you. Lord, as they as they take ownership of their faith. Lord, we know it's so important. Lord, we want to see future business leaders fathers, mothers, husbands, wives, Lord, that spend time here, Lord, and then go out and advance your kingdom all over the world. And Lord, we thank you that we have this tool of ministry. And Lord, we pray pray that it would be a a vibrant place of life where connections are made, uh, where, where community and fellowship is lived out, where really exciting and interesting memories are made. And Lord, most of all, where your word is taught, where truth is proclaimed, Lord, where your presence is encountered.
2: And Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, I step back and remember 2001 when we started this little tiny school and had no idea, God, what plans you had and what timing you would give us this next phase. So, Lord, we commit this new facility to you. We commit it to you for your honor, for your glory. Lord, I pray that as students come through Grace Covenant Academy that they would come to know you in a deeper way. Lord, that they would be trained, that their minds and hearts would be focused on you, that they would be equipped, Lord, to speak truth in a world um, that is very confused. God, I thank you for the blessing, the opportunities that we have to touch other families in our community this year. Lord, you are sovereign, you are God, and we recognize that this is your place. So, Lord, may we be effective in teaching kids daily in the way that they should go. May we be effective in creating and building leaders who are confident in fulfilling the purposes and the plans that only you have placed in their lives. God, we... We are amazed at your goodness and at the opportunities. I pray for creativity for everyone on our team that this facility would be used in ways that we can look back and realize it is only it is only through God's grace that we have these opportunities. So we thank you, Lord. We celebrate. We commit it to you.
3: And, Father, we... We thank you for your faithfulness in delivering this miracle of this new building, the Grace Life Center. We thank you for the faithfulness and generosity of your people who gave of their resources, of their time and their energy so that this facility might become more than a dream, but a reality. Oh God, As we look to the future, we pray firstly that your Holy Spirit, your Spirit, Lord, will continually inhabit this place. That it will be a place where many will grow in discipleship and friendship with Jesus Christ. May this building shine the light of the salvation of Christ in this community and its environs. May this be a place of true worship, thanksgiving, and praise. May this place be a place of hope and healing, a place of joy and peace. May the love of Christ be at the center of all that takes place here, Lord. And Father,, we, as we have prayed and, and desire to expand the effectiveness of our children's ministry, our students' ministry, and certainly the ministry of the academy, will you download? an abundance of innovative ideas and plans to our leaders. As we develop and execute ministry in this facility, will you guide us, protect us by your Holy Spirit? Will you give us wisdom in the decisions we make regarding its use? Yes, Lord. Lord, we ask that you remove all the fear, that we will be willing to share it beyond our traditional borders, so that the love of Christ might be experienced even more in our community, that this will be an effective tool for the growth and glory of your kingdom. May your glory shine in this place for countless generations to come. Oh God, we thank you. We bless you. We glorify you.
0: Lord, today we acknowledge that you're the source of every good thing. Lord, we give you thanks for this house. Lord, we dedicate this house to you from the offices, to the kitchen, to this multi-purpose facility, to the academy, to our student ministry area. God, we dedicate every square inch of this facility to you for your glory and your honor. Today, God, we say this is your house. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for uh, helping me. So I want to give you just a few points of direction. Uh, First, for all of those joining us, Grace Online, thanks for connecting in with us this morning. Um, There's uh, an app there. I mean, there's an icon you can click to... um, to give this morning as well. For those here, we have the offering boxes in the back, but we're grateful that you could join us virtually this morning. And at this point, we have a virtual tour for you. We wanted you to be able to experience the facility, although you can't physically, you're not physically present with us this morning. So at this point, we bless you as you uh, go into the virtual tour that we have provided for you. For.
2: We are so blessed to have come as far as we have in the Embracing Our Future campaign. We see God's hand in every step of the way and we are so thankful for everyone that has been involved in making this all possible. With this building, we are better able to accommodate our staff, middle schoolers, high schoolers, and Grace Covenant Academy all benefit from this campaign. We are excited to share with you how far we have made it in the building process. Let's take a look as David Berry shows us around.
4: Hey, what's up, Grace family? I get the awesome privilege to take you on a tour of our new office space. If you didn't know this, we used to have an office space across the road, and so our team was actually divided in two different locations, and now we're all together, which is a fabulous thing. So come on, let me show you through the place. So right away, you see these awesome cubicles that our staff gets to man. We've got a few in here right now. Everybody wave, yo, hey, yeah. We've got office spaces that line the outside of our cubicle area, which we have right here. You're getting a peek into those. Here we have one of the most important offices in the whole building, Pastor Farrell's office. Is he in there? He's not in there. Then we have our fish room, the aquarium. Everybody, wait, oh, I think they might be on a meeting. Sorry, and I just interrupted them. This is a pretty important room right here. We've got the break room. Hey, let's go inside here and take a look. Say, hey, Jerry. Jerry's got some nice food over there. Maybe that's come from our, our vegetable stand, our Grace vegetable stand. We've got the nice refrigerator in here. Let's inside. Eh, I don't know. It's like a single guy's refrigerator. Got the cabinets. I don't know if we keep keeping food we've got some things here I mean we've got some stuff in there pretty pretty important appliances right here with our coffee makers that's just where the fun happens and then we have the work room look we've got some we've got some employees in there look some people do work here I promise well awesome I hope you enjoyed our tour around our new office space. It's been, it's been fun having everybody in the same area and working together. Uh, obviously, during this whole COVID thing, some are working from home, some are here, but it's been a great face to have.
1: I cannot wait to show you the Grace Life Center. I've been looking forward to this building for years. In our Grace Life Center, we have a full-size basketball court. We have the ability to play volleyball. If you look over to the side over here, we have a full stage. This Sunday, July 19th, we're actually going to be dedicating this building. We're actually having all three services in this room. I grew up at a church that had a Grace Life Center. And in that Life Center, we did a lot of life together. We played a lot of games together. And what I've learned playing sports is this. Sometimes you win, and then sometimes you lose. And when you lose, there's life lessons learned with it. There's so many things that are going to be happening in this Life Center over years to come. In 2021, we'll be bringing back our Vacation Bible School. There's going to be so many dinners, so many different activities, youth events that happen in this room. And it's all starting now
2: hello welcome to grace covenant academy we are so excited to show you our new middle school wing if you'll follow me right through these doors we have our administrative office for middle school and then down this hallway we have um classrooms for sixth seventh and eighth grade so you see the locker ready for the students here we have middle school math that will be happening in this classroom teachers are already at work setting up rooms middle school ELA will be next door. Across the hall we have our fully functional science lab. We are super excited to have a real science lab where hands-on learning can occur every day. The so students sixth, seventh, and eighth grade will be in here for labs. Next door we have our STEM lab which is more of an enrichment, so science, technology, Engineering and math will occur next door here in our STEM lab. And then at the end of the hall, we have our social studies classroom and vital classrooms will be happening in everyone's homeroom as well. And then fine arts, so our students playing violins throughout the day, that includes younger elementary as well, will be utilizing this last classroom. We have our own restroom, nice water fountain and opening to the gym and we are super excited.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the new student ministry wing here at Grace Covenant. Where you're at right now is the middle school common area. As you can see, lots of space. we got games set up. Look, we've even got foosball. Hey, how it goes. So now we're going to make our way over to the middle school cafe. And it looks like, man, I'm not sure what it looks like.
4: We're trying to make a game with eggs, shaving cream, candy covers, and whatever this is.
1: I don't know what it is, but I love it. All right. I want to show you the middle school worship space. Come around here. So this is the area where we'll be teaching all of our middle school students the Word of God and worshiping Jesus. Wow, guys. That was really something. I know Jesus loved it. Keep practicing, because we want to be able to love it too. And look at this full size refrigerator. And we can store all of these amazing energy drinks. These are necessary.
4: Come on. Chug, chug, chug,
1: chug, 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 chug. Woo! Come on. Alright. Continue. Let's just pause here for a moment. So I'm sure your guys' bathrooms probably have doors on them. But here in the student ministry, we've evolved beyond the need for doors. So our bathrooms don't even have doors on them. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that happens sometimes. Check this out. This is the high school common area. Plenty of room to hang out. And of course, when you're in youth ministry, you can always count on cheap, low-quality pizza. Let me get a bite here. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that's keto-friendly. This right here, the pride and joy of the high school area. An amazing ping-pong table. We are so excited and happy about this. Alright, one more thing to show you guys. It is The high school worship space. Incredible. And it's from right here that we'll be cranking out all of the worship hits of yesterday and today. Arise, my love. Arise, my love, the grave no longer has a hold on you. Thank you guys so much for coming on the tour with us. We are so excited about what God's going to be doing in this new worship space. Wow.
0: You just got a full tour of our new facilities from our offices to the multi-purpose facility to Grace Academy, to the student ministry. We are so blessed. God has given us an amazing tool to use, not only to serve our Grace Covenant family, but the broader Lake Norman community. And so today, I just want to say thanks to God for His faithfulness, and thanks to you for your partnership. What I know today is that to move ministry forward, it always requires partnership. It always requires individuals getting on board. So thank you for your partnership. And the developing of our facilities not only to serve our family but to set us up for a greater future Um, hopefully soon you're going to be able to be here on site to actually walk the facilities but again hope you enjoyed the tour god bless you